1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. President Biden speaks at a vigil for victims of gun violence. We have the story. Valley Center students back in school after a one-day cancellation of classes. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney Price. The Sedgwick County Commission votes to increase pay of its elected officials. That story is ahead. I'm KNSS. Meteorologist Jennifer Ramore. Areas of light rain, drizzle, and fog through the morning time. We'll ease up on the rain this afternoon. When is our next chance for precipitation? The full forecast is coming up. KNSS breaking news. The imprisoned Brittany Greiner has been released by Russia. She's coming home to the United States thanks to a high-level prisoner exchange between the two countries. The basketball star was facing four years at a forced labor camp for taking a small amount of cannabis oil into Russia back in February. Getting her released has been a major goal of the Biden administration at a time when relations between Moscow and Washington have been tense at best. But this is a win at a cost. The quid pro quo is the release of a notorious Russian arms dealer, Viktor Boot, once known as the Merchant of Death. He was convicted of charges including conspiring to kill Americans and sentenced to 25 years. Boot will now return to Russia a free man. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. President Joe Biden spoke at the 10th Annual National Vigil for Victims of Gun Violence Wednesday night. The president praised the victims for having the courage to remember their loved ones. What I admire so much about all of you is you show up and remember because remembering brings it back the very moment that it happened. President Biden calling on Congress to pass an assault weapons ban similar to the one passed in 1994, but it's unlikely to gain any Republican support. By a vote of 3 to 2, the Sedgwick County Commission approved a 3% pay increase for them itself, uh, along with the Register of Deeds, County Treasurer, the County Clerk. Commissioners Pete Meitzner and Lacey Cruz voted no on the measure. Currently, commissioners each earn a base salary of $85,000, while the county clerk, the county treasurer, and the register of deeds each earns 98570 A second option would have increased all elected officials' pay to $100,000. The sheriff and the DA are not affected by this decision. State law says the county is responsible for establishing compensation levels for its employees. The pay increase is effective January 1st. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Students in Valley Center are back in class today after classes were canceled Wednesday because of an online threat. School officials say extra police will be in place around all schools in Valley Center. Only visitors with previous appointments will be allowed inside. Additional officers will be on hand for athletic events both home and away. This comes after allegations of racist remarks made during a basketball game last Saturday with Topeka High. The administrations of both schools are working together in the investigation. Wichita's Colvin Elementary has canceled classes for today and Friday. Officials say it's because of staffing challenges and illness. A woman has been charged in Wichita's latest homicide. 19-year-old Taya Turner appeared in court yesterday. Charges against her include first-degree murder, burglary, and theft. 41-year-old Brent Boone was reported missing on Thanksgiving Day. Investigators found a body, believed to be that of Boone, in an area southwest of Clearwater earlier this month. Police are still looking for 31-year-old Saul Valenciana in connection with the case.
KNSS News Time now, 8.04, four minutes past 8 o'clock. Wichita State women's basketball team trying to extend a long winning streak tonight on the road. We'll preview that coming up in sports. Marijuana usage is soaring among the youth of America. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, 8.08. Now, eight minutes past 8 o'clock on this Thursday morning. The Ashland School District in southwest Kansas has canceled classes for today because of a high number of illnesses among its students and staff. The district is also canceling all school-sponsored activities and practices, and all buildings will be closed in the Ashland School District. The Sedgwick County Sheriff's Benefit Food Basket Drive is underway. The event held each year, enhancing the holiday season for residents in need. Harvey County Sheriff Chad Gay says volunteers began packing food yesterday morning at the Dillons in Goddard to prepare them for delivery. A lot of times when we get in contact with people, it's, it's because it's something going wrong in their life. So this gives us, us the opportunity to, to visit with folks and, and share with folks on a positive note. Officials plan to pack in excess of 250 boxes of food to be delivered before Christmas. Marijuana usage is soaring among the youth of America. Over the past two decades, marijuana use among kids has jumped 245%, according to a new study from the Oregon Health and Science University. Experts attribute the spike to increased legalization for adults nationwide and increased popularity of edible cannabis products like gummies, which are now widely available. Doctors also warn of marijuana's negative health effects. Children are using marijuana are seeing an increased risk of suicide, depression, and anxiety. Another concern, addiction. According to the CDC, one in 10 adults who uses marijuana will become addicted. That rate goes to as high as one in six with children under the age of 18. In Washington, Lucas Tomlinson, Fox News. The beaches of Nantucket, Massachusetts, going to be giving everyone more fashion options next summer. The resort island off Massachusetts' south coast has been given the green light for a new bylaw, which allows anyone, man, woman, or otherwise, to be topless on the beach. The state attorney general's office has reviewed the rule change and says it may stand. The new bylaw was originally proposed by 7th generation resident Dorothy Stover, who told local radio that the idea was really just righting a wrong and that she was hoping to foster an environment of acceptance. The town's website says there will be an adjustment period as this is the first of its kind bylaw for the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. John Saucier, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 810, 10 minutes past 8 o'clock. In traffic now, we've got a uh, stalled-out vehicle. This vehicle is uh, westbound on Kellogg, right around Hillside. Uh, Of course, something else going on, the visibility. Fog here in the area. Visibility at Eisenhower National Airport listed at a mile and a quarter. So a little ways over a mile of visibility there. That's uh, been coming down all morning. Uh, Just be aware. Keep those low beams on out there. Traffic update, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Jennifer Narrabore. Good morning, Jen. Good morning. We are starting off our Thursday morning with some murky weather once again. Areas of dense fog and visibility dropping off very quickly to a quarter of a mile or less. Please be careful as you're heading out and about this morning. Some light rain and drizzle around, too. Only a slight chance for rain this afternoon, the high 50. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low upper 20s. And dry tomorrow, the high right around 50. I'm KNSS meteorologist Jennifer Narrabore. 
Now drizzle and fog, 43 degrees. We have a southeast wind at 7 miles per hour. Stephen Ted in the morning. Today is Thursday, December 8th. We had a cloudy day across central Kansas Wednesday. Wichita's high temperature yesterday, 47 degrees. Normal high for the date, 48. 812 now with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. And uh, the uh, uh, multiple killings, uh, four people murdered in Moscow, Idaho, the university there. And with us uh, with more on this story this morning, Fox News Radio's Jeff Manasso. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, good morning. So the latest out of Moscow is that police have begun removing items from the home to give them back to the families of the four victims found stabbed to death almost a month ago. Uh, now with still no suspects identified. The home remains an active crime scene with an emotional Moscow police chief, James Fry, vowing that the investigation into the murders of Kylie, Madison, Ethan, and Zaina, the four University of Idaho students, will not go cold. That there's been progress in the investigation with almost 4,000 tips that have come in as police, the FBI, state police as well, hunt for a killer or killers. But to the frustration of the victims' families, uh, students at the University of Idaho, as well as the city itself, where people are looking over their shoulders uh, with a killer among them. The four people, do you know whether these four young people were living at the same place at the same yeah. time? They were? Okay. Yeah. Um, so this was, a, this was a home where there were two bedrooms, uh, two people living on the, uh, sleeping on the first floor, two people sleeping on the second floor, and two people on the third floor. The two people on the second and third floors, four total, were killed. The two people on the first floor survived, apparently, slept through all of this. And so there are a lot of questions uh, as to what happened. We've heard from some family members who argue that police have cleared potential suspects too early. Obviously, they, they want answers uh, in this case, but investigators really are not saying much. Uh, they, they they say that the tips have, have led to uh, the latest is that tips have led to a, a, a the search of a, a white 2011 to 2013 Hyundai Elantra, a little four-door vehicle, a white one that uh, that may have been in the area the night of the murders as police are seeking that car right now. Investigators believe the occupants of that vehicle may have critical information to share regarding this case. Uh, but the police chief, James Fry, obviously under immense pressure, he broke down yesterday. Oh and said that we're going to continue to work this case and we're going to get answers. But it's one of those whodunit type of crimes that Americans, well, really the world, they can't get enough of. Um, you know, a lot of people are really interested in this case. Well, yeah, Jeff, any, is there any indication how the four died? Was it a gunshot? Was it a strangulation? Do you know? Stabbed to death. Stabbed. Well, that's going to that's gonna leave, excuse me, a lot of forensic medicine. Uh, evidence there they just gotta sort through it and you know <laughs> a lot of it and i can't believe four people stand to death and somebody slept through it uh, two doors away wow that's well, amazing look, i mean this is this this is a college town many of them were out at the bars uh, the yeah. night before so you know there are there are multiple different types of scenarios that 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 may or may not have played out 
that uh, that night. And, and, and so we'll see as, as the investigation progresses. But the fact of the matter is you've got killer, a killer or killers uh, living among you. And so people are looking over their shoulders and and and, and people want answers. What about technology? Yeah. Uh, you, you know, have they scoured every single ring camera in, in, in the area? All the convenience stores perhaps looking for a vehicle that was driving uh, in the area. Maybe that's why we're talking about a white Hyundai Elantra right now. Who, who, who knows? But uh, clearly they're keeping most information close to the vest because they want to protect the investigation. And that's understandable. Um, but if you're a family member or a friend, somebody close to these four victims, it's got to be excruciatingly tough yeah. um, as this long process plays out. But the, the police there, the FBI, the state police, they're vowing to catch whoever's responsible. And so we'll see. Yeah, having covered some murder trials, I'll tell you that there's always some sort of uh, hair evidence or something like that, forensic evidence. But uh, you got to know where to go to match it up with somebody. <laughs> you got to find a suspect. Yeah, you, 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 you know, you have to to, to, know, to know where to look. Yeah, and, yeah. and you, you know, and, and <clears throat> it's 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 a difficult case. But again, there's a lot of interest in this case. This is one of those cases that again. There's there's a feeding frenzy mm-hmm. uh, in terms of information. People want information in this case, and that's going to help the families. Uh, again, with pressure on these investigators to find answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just a, it's it's a painful process. But it's a it's definitely a strange story. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is hard to believe that that they're you know almost a month out from from those murders <clears throat> that there's been no progress. <clears throat> Excuse me, that there's been no progress. All right. Hey, th- thanks for being with us, Jeff. We appreciate it. Fox News Radio's Jeff and also with us uh, talking about those uh, murders in Moscow, Idaho. But, Ted, how long was it be on, on the Clutter case? It, it was, what, several weeks or even months before they finally uh, turned up uh, Smith and Hickok out in long Las Vegas? Process. It was a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So this could take a while. All right, uh, 817 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It is sports time again. Here's Ted Woodward. Ted? Yeah, and don't forget, coming up right after sports, our weekly Minute with Mitch, our Thursday feature. We'll start to preview the Chiefs-Broncos game coming up on Sunday. All right, uh, interesting things going on. We have hockey action. The Wichita Thunder will be in South Dakota for three games in three nights against the Rapid City Rush, the team right behind them in the division. Wichita is in second place, taking on third place Rapid City. Wichita is a three-game winning streak right now. Rapid City on a four-game winning streak. Two teams playing well going into this series. It'll be at 8 o'clock tonight up in Rapid City, Wichita Thunder on the road starting a five-game road swing. Speaking of the Thunder, let's go up to the big time, the National Hockey League, where the Edmonton Oilers win last night at home, beat the Arizona Coyotes 8-2. The winning goalie for Edmonton, former Wichita Thunder goalie, Stuart Skinner. He had 16 saves, his eighth win of the season. He's got a 9-1-5 save percentage. And he's won four of his last five starts for Edmonton. The Oilers have won five out of seven. They are in the number one wildcard spot in the Western Conference. And former Thunder goalie Stuart Skinner picking up another win in goal last night for Edmonton. College women's basketball tonight. Wichita State is on the road going over to St. Louis for the first ever meeting between the Shockers and the Billikens. The Shocker ladies are on a six-game winning streak right now, looking to keep that going. Steve Strain will have live coverage of the Shocker women at 6.45 tonight. And you can listen to that live on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Other women's basketball action. 24th-ranked Kansas State won last night, beat Kansas City 72-45 in Manhattan. K-State women are now 9-1 and on the season 
and they outscored the Ruse 32 to 3 in points off turnovers. There's your difference in the game. The case K-State defense forcing 33 turnovers. K-State ladies are now 9 and 1 on the season. The uh, it was 10 years ago on this day that former Wichita Wranglers pitcher Zach Greinke signed a contract with the Los Angeles Dodgers. It was a 6-year deal for 147 million dollars. 10 years ago today. Of course Greinke is now pitching for the well, he pitched last season for the Kansas City Royals, and he might re-sign with them. Uh, pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Toronto Raptors win at home, beat the Los Angeles Lakers 126-113, to starting at guard for the Raptors. Former Wichita State Shocker Fred Van Vliet. The action from TSN. Pascal finds Fred. Up fake. Ball fake. This is Fred with 25 points, dishing out seven assists as well. The Raptors with the 13-point win over the Lakers. Toronto is in the number seven spot in the Eastern Conference right now, and the Raptors have won two of their last three games. That's sports with Stephen Ted on KNSS. 8.20 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Coming up, we've got the Hannity Morning Minute. What can Republicans learn from early voting? That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 8.30 here on this Thursday morning, 43 degrees. Secretary County Commission has approved policy changes dealing with use of force and restraints at the county's juvenile intake and assessment center. There were 10 revisions to JIAC policy 8.810, Drafted this past summer based on the community task force recommendations in response to the death of 17-year-old Cedric Lofted. One of the revisions prohibits a youth from being restrained while in a holding room. Another establishes limits on the use of the prone restraint. Commissioner Sarah Lopez was thankful for the work done in the policy revisions. I really appreciate all the work that's gone into not just this policy, but all the policy changes that we've seen change since you know, obviously everything that happened and making the recommendations from the task force seriously at, at every level. The revisions will now be submitted to the Kansas Department of Corrections for final approval. Rodney Price, KNSS News. A Wichita elementary school student was hospitalized. She was hit by a car yesterday afternoon. The girl attends White Elementary School. She ran into traffic in front of a slow-moving vehicle. She was hospitalized and is expected to survive. As of today, it's lawful for adults to possess and use marijuana in Missouri. But that doesn't mean you can legally buy it just yet or use it anywhere. Medical marijuana has been legal in that state since 2018. But voters went a step further this November by approving a constitutional amendment legalizing recreational use. Missouri is the 21st state allowing recreational use. The change comes with some confusion. For one thing, dispensaries can't yet sell the drug for recreational use. People will eventually be able to grow their own, but applications to do so won't be taken until next month. And places such as schools and businesses can still prohibit the drug in Missouri. 
A U.S. border agent lost his life during a high-speed chase in Texas yesterday. The 38-year-old Border Patrol agent was killed when he crashed his ATV while pursuing that group of illegal migrants who crossed the border near Mission, Texas. Fox's Bill Malusian reports sources say the unidentified agent was a father of two. The United States Border Patrol chief writing, the death of an agent who dies while securing our nation's border is a tremendous loss for our organization and our nation. Our prayers are with his family and co-workers during this difficult time period. And that's Fox's Matt Finn reporting. A handful of survivors of the attack on Pearl Harbor joined about 2,500 members of the public at the scene of the Japanese bombing Wednesday to commemorate those who perished 81 years ago. The audience sat quietly during a moment of silence at 7.55 a.m. local time. The same time the attack began on December 7, 1941. Sailors on board the USS Daniel Inouye stood along the rails of the guided missile destroyer while it passed both by the grassy shoreline where the ceremony was held and the USS Arizona Memorial to honor the survivors and those who were killed in the attack. The U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs doesn't have statistics for just how many Pearl Harbor survivors are still living. But department data shows that of the 16 million who served in World War II, only about 240,000 were alive as of August, and some 230 die each day. Other ceremonies were held around the country, including one Wednesday morning here in Wichita at the Veterans Memorial Park. Herb Duncan, with Kansas Honor Flight and American Legion Post 4, says it's important to remember and honor those who died that day. This is December the 7th, and when I talk to children in schools, I always tell them, if you're remembered, you will never be forgotten. And this day in history should be remembered of what happened and the, the amount of carnage that happened that day. Flags in Kansas have been ordered to remain at half-staff until sunset tonight. This salute to service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military. Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Jennifer Narabor. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning. Ease up on your speed as you're heading out and about this morning as we're dealing with some areas of dense fog visibility and down to a quarter of a mile or less. A little light rain or drizzle around this morning. A passing shower lingering this afternoon, the high 50. Tonight, partly cloudy, low upper 20s. Dry for a lot of Friday, but more scattered rain by Friday night. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Jennifer Naramore. Now drizzle, fog, and 43 degrees. Stephen's head of the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is time for entertainment news. The Blur with Ted Woodward. Ted? Smallville actress Allison Mack learns how long she'll be in prison for her role in a sex cult. Former actress Allison Mack leaving court with her head down after being sentenced to three years in prison for her role in Nexium, the Albany, New York-based sex cult. Mack said nothing to reporters, but Jessica Joan, who was recruited into Nexium by Mack, had plenty to say. She's a monster and a sociopath, 
and she has created so much harm for me, her victims, and so many people involved. Mack, best known for her role on the series Smallville, pleaded guilty in 2019 to racketeering and conspiracy charges. She admitted to recruiting women into the cult under the false pretense of it being a woman's empowerment group. In reality, many of the women were groomed into becoming sex slaves for Nixium's mastermind Keith Rainier. And that's Stacey Delacat with that report from Fox TV affiliate WNYW. Legislation brought to light by a Tiger King star headed for the president's desk. The Senate unanimously passed the Big Cat Public Safety Act, a bill efforted through by animal rights activist and Tiger King star Carol Baskin. This bill has been the number one goal of my 30 years of advocacy to end the mistreatment of big cats. Baskin touting the victory in a video to her Big Cat Rescue YouTube channel. The Big Cat Public Safety Act adds on to previous law with provisions barring the use of these animals for petting and photo ops and phasing out unlicensed private ownership of big cats. Current owners must register their animals with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service and are barred from breeding or selling the creatures. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. Wrapping up the year on TikTok. Lizzo is the queen of TikTok, the Chinese-owned social media site, thanks to her song About Damn Time, as users learn the choreography for her hit song and also engage with her other hits. TikTok users also pushed Jiggle Jiggle and It's Corn Kid to the top viral trends in the U.S. Lizzo has 26 million TikTok followers and was the number one music artist on the app this year. Based on total views, About Damn Time was the app's number four top-trending song, Sunroof by Nick Yor and Daisy was number one, while Kate Bush is running up that hill, climbed back on the charts thanks to a key role in Stranger Things Season 4. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Here we are on the 8th of December. It's December 8th, and this is your Fox Daily Snapshot. Today is Lard Day. It's considered to be a healthy fat, according to the Healthy Fats Coalition, which formed this holiday to inform people about the difference between unhealthy fats and healthy fats. You can celebrate by looking up a recipe that traditionally uses butter or cooking oils and replace that with lard. Drug makers BioNTech and Pfizer announced their COVID-19 vaccine to be over 90% effective in a first look at the results from their Phase 3 trial involving nearly 44,000 people in 2020. That same year becomes the busiest Atlantic hurricane season ever as Tropical Storm Theta named the record 29th storm. Born on this day in 1982, rapper Nicki Minaj. Starships includes dance, pop, and rap vibes. I'm CJ Papa. That's your Fox Daily Snapshot. Let's see what's going on on the small screen. I'm Ann Eliopoulos. A former royal couple is opening up about their life outside of the public eye. On Netflix, the first volume of the six-part docuseries Harry and Meghan promises to share not only the intimate details of how the couple got together. There's a hierarchy of the family. Yeah, there's leaking, but there's also planting of stories. But also their stormy times in the limelight. Also on Netflix, the latest stand-up special from Sebastian Maniscalco. Titled Is It Me? The Comedian Took His Talents to Vegas and tackles everything from the COVID vaccine to the Broadway sensation Hamilton. I couldn't understand the, the rapping. I'm like, what? How do you say? <laughs> and you got to understand something about my wife and I. We're equally dumb. And over on USA, Blake Shelton opens the doors of his Nashville bar alongside Carson Daly for a bar game celeb reality competition. These are games that are basically in your local bar, but they're just bigger and better. Air cannon 
Cornhole. Hosted by Nikki Bella, Farmageddon also features live music sing-alongs. That's Fox Tube on Fox News. Let's hit the late night crew. Late night with Seth Meyers, NBC. During last week's White House state dinner, French President Emmanuel Macron reportedly toasted President Biden's re-election campaign. Either that or Biden said he was running again and Macron just started drinking. The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, CBS. Elon's been asking Twitter workers to stay long hours at the office. And on Monday, he took it a step further and outfitted Twitter's headquarters with bedrooms for employees. I'm not surprised he puts beds in the office. He doesn't want his employees to be woke. So, what kind of... Thank you very much. Thank you. Ninety years ago on this day, it came out in Wichita movie theaters. A farewell to arms based on the Hemingway novel that had just come out three years before that, starring Helen Hayes, Gary Cooper, and Adolph Manju. It got got Oscars for Best Cinematography and Best Sound. It was also nominated for Best Picture, A Farewell to Arms, celebrating its 90th birthday today. Happy birthday today to... This man right here, Jerry Butler, original lead singer of the R&B vocal group, The Impressions. Ooh, they got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And Butler left the group and got a big solo career. 55 Billboard pop and R&B chart hits, including this one, He Will Break Your Heart, which hit the top ten. Wow. Yeah. He's in the National R&B Hall of Fame. And it's his birthday today. He was born in Sunflower, Mississippi. Happy birthday to Jerry Butler. He is 83 years old today. Sunflower, Mississippi. Jerry Butler. All right. This marks the 40th anniversary of the movie Gandhi. Remember that one? Yeah. Directed and produced by Big Richard hit. Attenborough. Yeah. Ben Kingsley in the title role. They made it for $22 million. It grossed $128 million. Made a lot of money. 11 Oscar nominations. It won 8 of the 11. One for Best Picture, one for Best Director, and Kingsley one for Best Actor, Gandhi. You don't think we're just going to walk out of India? Yes. In the end, you will walk out. Because 100,000 Englishmen simply cannot control 350 million Indians if those Indians refuse to cooperate. And that is what we intend to achieve. Peaceful, non-violent, non-cooperation. Till you yourself see the wisdom of leaving. The long movie, three hours, eleven minutes. It is, but it pretty good to its its material. Ben Kingsley also in the movie. Candace Bergen, John Gielgud, Trevor Howard, John Mills, Martin Sheen, Daniel Day Lewis, John Ratzenberger, and a cast of many, many more. Uh, David Lean, remember director David Lean? He had planned to make a film about Gandhi after he was done doing the bridge over on the River Kwai. Supposedly, he was going to have Alec Guinness starring as Gandhi. Ultimately, the project was abandoned, and instead they made Lawrence of Arabia. More than 300,000 extras were used in the funeral scene for Gandhi. According to the Guinness World Records, that's the most for any film. Gandhi celebrating its 40th anniversary today, one for Best Picture. Who was Cliff Clavin in? He, I think he was an ambulance driver. Not a big huh. part. It was a very small part. Wow. But he was in it. Neat. American Driver. <laughs> American Driver. American okay. Driver. There we go. Yeah. For uh, Candace Bergen's character. There you go. And he passed away 40 years ago on this day. 
great Marty Robbins. Legend, country and western, four-decade career, lasted from the late 40s into the early 80s. Born in Arizona, taught himself to play guitar while he was serving in the Navy during World War II. Became I like this guy. Movie. Oh, I love, love Marty Robbins. Marty Robbins. Recorded more than 500 songs, 60 albums. He won two Grammy Awards. He's in the Country Music Hall of Fame. When he died, he was only 57. He'd always had heart trouble. Oh. And uh, after he had a third heart attack, he, uh, he had, I think he had quadruple bypass surgery, and he died less than a week later. He was only 57. Great, Great talent. Marty Robbins passed away 40 years ago on this day. That's Entertainment News with Stephen Ted on KNSS. All right, Ted. Uh, oh, you know what? Disney's Avatar, The Way of the Water, coming up at the Boulevard Theater. This movie's uh, there at Town West Square. Mm-hmm. Thursday, December 15th at oh, 7 p.m. A week from tonight. Special showing. And uh, here at KNSS, we've got some tickets to give away. We're doing, what are we yeah, doing? A couple four of four-packs. A yeah. couple of four-packs. If you'd like to go, call us now, 869-1330. Disney's Avatar, The Way of the Water. It's coming to Boulevard Theater in Town West, Thursday, December 15th at 7 p.m. 869-1330. Call now. Coming up, we've got the Wichita Business Journal update. Textron defense contract could lead to bigger things. That's on the way. Stephen Ted of the Morning on KNSS. By the foul evil deed I had done. Many thoughts raced through my mind as I stood there. I had but one chance, and that was to run. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS eight fifty now, eight fifty one with Stephen Ted in the morning. Three big things. Valley Center students go back to school after one day cancellation of classes because of an online threat. Sedgwick County Commission votes three to two for a three percent increase in their pay. One. President Biden speaks at annual vigil for victims of gun violence, urging Congress to pass firearms laws. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Remember, today we, uh, or yesterday actually, we had the very first day of a closure up at the North Junction. Of course, ongoing road construction there. But yesterday they closed down the exit from K254 to southbound I-135. That's going to remain closed for the next two months. So uh, just keep that in mind as you're uh, driving out there that uh, for the next couple of months, that uh, ramp to southbound I-135 from K254 is going to be closed. Gasoline prices in Wichita this morning, high end of 289, low end of about 284. Traffic on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS is brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire, located downtown at Market and Waterman and online at carlstire.com, your home for complete car care. Cloudy today with a 30% chance for early rain and a high today of 50 degrees. Decreasing clouds and cool tonight, the overnight low 28. Friday, increasing clouds again. Tomorrow's high, 50 degrees again. Now drizzle and fog and 43 degrees. Shares are mixed in Europe and Asia ahead of the release today and Friday of U.S. jobless and inflation data. Wednesday, the S&P 500 ended down 7 points while the Tech-heavy Nasdaq composite lost 56. The Dow, however, closed up by two points. This morning, the S&P is up by 16 points. The Dow's up 165, and the Nasdaq is up 47 points. And a look at local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. After six months and actions at the city and county levels, 
Zoning change for a potential $110 million residential and commercial development project in northwest Wichita has cleared its final approval. Meanwhile, another project also aiming to deliver housing to the area, embarking on what could be a similar road involving annexation into the city. Wichita City Council voting this week to approve changing the zoning of more than 101 acres off of the southwest corner of 21st Street and 151st Street West that's near Ascension via Christie St. Teresa Hospital, from rural residential to two-family residential and limited commercial. Net Development wants to develop the property. That's adjacent to where the Kansas Department of Transportation's long-discussed Northwest Bypass would go through. The award this week of the U.S. Army's initial Black Hawk replacement contract to the Bell Unit of Textron includes $232 million to set the stage for potentially billions more in value. According to official notice of the future long-range attack aircraft award from the U.S. Department of Defense, which notes the December 5th award date, $232 million of the $1.3 billion contract ceiling obligated at the time of the award for research, development, testing, and evaluation of the winning V-280 Valor tilt rotor. Now, the initial win uh, puts within Textron's grasp an overall program now as to debated to be worth anywhere between 60 and $80 billion in total sales. That's a look at business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal with Steve and Ted. Ted? By the way, one week from tonight is opening night of Disney's Avatar, The Way of the Water. It's going to be at Boulevard Theaters, Town West Square. One week from tonight, and we just gave away a couple more four-packs, uh, Harold from Wichita and Richard from Wichita, both winners today. We'll have a couple more four-packs to give away tomorrow, so stay tuned to Steve and Ted for your chance to win those tickets to go see Avatar, The Way of the Water. Also tomorrow, your chance to win tickets to go to Journey and Toto when they bring the Freedom Tour to 2023 to Wichita's Interest Bank Arena. we got a lot going on. Very good. December 8th, a day that will live in infamy, the day, the evening that I met my future wife, <sighs> Shelly, and uh, the start of something that's been pretty special to me anyway. She's, she's been one in a million. 53 years later. 53 years. Wow. Yeah. Hey, coming up to the Glenn Beck program this morning, and he's not there, but Pat Gray is going to be filling in for Glenn Beck on the Glenn Beck Show. 9 o'clock news, top of the hour, Sedgwick County Commission votes to raise its own pay. That's on the way. Stay tuned, and thanks for listening. For uh, Stay tuned for Glenn Beck. Dana Nice Show. News updates all day. Stephen's head in the morning on 98.7 and 13.30, KNSS Wichita. Now drizzle and fog and 43 degrees.